Good evening. Tonight we have a collection of home alone and home invasion stories. If you're new, please remember to like, comment and subscribe, it would mean a lot. Anyway, without further ado, let's begin. I was 12 and my older sister and I were home alone for the weekend. I was waiting for a friend to pick me up and was getting restless. There was a knock on the door. Thinking it was her, I ran to answer it without checking through the peephole. A man was standing there with a clipboard and said he needed to check her gas meter. I was entrenched in the disappointment of my friend still not having arrived, so just told him, yeah, sure, whatever you need to do. I didn't notice at the time, but he wasn't dressed as a city official. He had on a green and purple shirt with bold stripes like the host of Blue's Clues. He came in and immediately went up the stairs, to where our bedrooms were and walked into the open door of my room. The typical girly girl room with pink and glitter. Thank God my sister came down the stairs at almost the exact same moment. She said, oh, is that Daphne's dad? Why is he going upstairs? And I complained about how Daphne wasn't here and was going on about how unreliable she was when my sister cut me off. Wait, wait. If Daphne isn't here, who is that? I said he's here to read the gas meters. Her face turned white. She flung open the front door and dragged me out, hand clamped over my protesting mouth. She said, our gas meters are outside. Neither of us had a cell phone. It was the 60s and obviously weren't going back in the house to call authorities on the landline phone. Then my ever-resourceful sister had a stroke of genius. A man was walking right by our house and she mentioned him over. She called loudly into the house. Oh dad, it's good you're home. A man from the city is here to read the gas meters upstairs. And just like she'd hoped, this man on the street said, What are you talking about? The man in the striped shirt bolted out of the house. The man on the street asked us repeatedly if we were okay, if we needed him to stay and wait in the yard with us until our parents came home. He was very sweet. We were so startled that we barely thanked him before slamming and locking the doors and windows. As irate as my sister was that I left someone in the house, she begged me not to call the authorities because my parents left her in charge and she worried she'd be in trouble. I didn't want to catch any heat from carelessly allowing some guy in, so I was on the same page. Three weeks later, a girl in our community went missing, same MO. She was home alone and authorities found the door open and no sign of forced entry. My sister and I discussed our options but deep down knew we had no choice but to come clean. We told the police everything. I don't know if it ever helped but they did tell us they had reason to believe it was the same man. They also tracked down the man who helped us on the street. Turns out we already knew him. He worked in the butcher shop, we just didn't recognise him. He was lifelong friends with the family after that. Our parents were mortified, they weren't angry with us, just glad that we were okay. Though they did review all the rules of caution and didn't leave us home alone for a while. They found the girl and say she'd been held for a few days and then burned alive. They never caught the man, but fear not. 
he was in what appeared to be his early 30s in the 1960s, so in any case he has to be dead by now. I just thank God every day for my sister's resourcefulness and quick action. False meter reader. Let's not meet. Number 2 Bear in mind this was late 2009 and I was only 10 at the time. Me, my mother and stepdad lived in a small town in Sweden in a big house. If you were upstairs you could still hear talking down at the kitchen so it wasn't that isolated. One evening when I was home alone because my mum and stepdad were going to my grandma's house and asked them if I could stay home alone because a typical 10 year old, I thought I was too grown up for a babysitter. After about an hour of nagging, she gave up and told me I could stay home alone only if I kept the door locked and never opened it to anyone. It was really exciting for me and I stayed up really late watching cartoons. If I remember correctly, I was watching Spongebob in our living room and eating ice cream. After about five minutes of eating the delicious ice cream, I was sure I heard a silent knock on the door. I didn't think much of it and continued watching the show. Another five minutes passed and I heard the knocking again, but this time it was much, much louder. I was frozen in fear and waited for the knocking to stop. After about 30 seconds, the knocking stopped and the only sound was the TV. I called my mum and she said that she'll be home in 20 minutes and she told me to go into my room and lock the door. I went into my room without turning the TV sound off so it was pretty loud. I sat in my room and after two minutes I heard somebody not knocking, but banging really loud at the door. I was frozen in fear once again. After about three minutes I could hear the door lock, turn and somebody walking in. The person was inside my house while I was home alone. I sat there in my room quiet and then the TV turned off. The footsteps were louder and it felt like it was coming towards my room. After a couple of seconds the steps stopped and I could hear knocking on my bedroom door and an old man said, Let me in and I have something for you. I started screaming and crying for my mother and the man started shaking the door handle. After two minutes I heard a car outside so I looked out the window and it was my mum. I opened the window and screamed for help and said that there's a man in my home. My stepdad quickly ran to the shed to get his axe and ran up the stairs. The man quickly ran out the back door and my stepdad ran after him into the streets. My mum called the police and my stepdad calmed me down when he got in. This is an experience I will never forget. Number 3 Okay, so my parents left downtown Phoenix for a special meeting they had. I live in Flagstaff, Arizona, so it was a really long ride about two hours long. I was left home alone because my brother and his girlfriend went to go eat somewhere. I was a wuss so I had turned off all the lights in the house and locked myself in my room and I had my German Shepherd with me. I was on Skype with my friend and playing my Xbox One. Two hours passed and I was already 10pm. 
I told my friend that I had to go and that I would talk to him tomorrow. I then shut down my Xbox and turned off my PC and went to sleep with my German Shepherd next to me. 30 minutes later, my German Shepherd jumped out of my bed with its ears up and I saw that he was shivering. I heard my front door open and at first I thought it was my mum and dad but they usually go through my garage door. After, I assumed it was my brother and his girlfriend. I opened my door and saw that my front door was closed and all I saw was pure darkness. My German Shepherd then ran into my kitchen and barked. I was scared and my German Shepherd kept on barking. I called my friend on Skype and he picked up. I told him that someone had broken into my house and I didn't know who. He said to calm down and to call the cops. At that moment I noticed my dog's barking had stopped. I told my friend to hang on and I went slowly to the kitchen to check it out. My dog was still there but standing still and not moving. I heard my front door open and at that moment I saw a man run out and drove away. I quickly locked the front door behind him, turned on all the lights in my house and ran to my PC to tell my friend that he had left, but what he said will haunt me for life. Oh my god dude, the bitch just left, I swear I'm shaking right now. His reply was, dude. Yeah? Who was that tall dark dude that entered your room, looked at me, took your photo on your wall and left? I responded with, oh my god, I have to go, bye. So then I looked behind me and my picture was in fact gone. I called my brother to come and and 15 minutes later he did. I told him and his girlfriend all about what had happened and they promised to always stay with me whenever my mum and dad were gone and that they won't tell mum or dad. I'm never really home alone now, but my brother is always next to me whenever I am. So, to that bitch who broke in my house and stole my photo for some reason, let's not meet again. Number 4 So my husband Ted is in the military. We have generally lived on base every station we have been to because the surrounding towns can be very crime ridden and sketchy and with my husband gone most of the time the extra security is appreciated. I work from home due to us moving so often. So one afternoon I was taking a break. I'd made a bite to eat and was snuggling up on the couch with my dog. That's when I heard the sliding glass door open. It was so non-nonchalant. It was so nonchalant, I thought it was Ted. I saw my cat run from the kitchen and a shadow standing near the door entering it. I thought maybe I'd come back for something so I called out for him and was like, what are you doing home? Did you forget something? There was no answer. This is where I just got an eerie feeling. After I asked what he was doing here, I saw the shadow move and heard the click on the sliding door lock. From there, he walked to the laundry room and shut the door. I still had received no response, so I'm sitting on the couch scared out of my mind, and I call my husband hoping to hear his phone in the laundry room. I didn't hear a ring, but he answers. I asked him why he came home and didn't answer me. All he can say is, That wasn't me. Grab the dog and get in your car. So I freak. After getting off the phone with Ted, I grab the dog and run to my car. 
from where I called the military police, waiting for them was probably the longest 20 minutes of my life. When they got there, they cleared the house and found no one. They asked me to make a statement and even they were baffled that someone would try this on a base. We still live here, but I'm so scared he will come back. Number 5 It was the middle of summer and my parents had left for the weekend to go to our house in the Cape Cod. It's about a two hour drive away so it's no big deal for them to leave me alone for a few days. My mum had made some pulled pork and pasta for me to heat up to eat whenever and I had some money if I wanted to order a pizza. Things were all good. The first night I was alone I stayed up till 3 in the morning playing Xbox so I woke up really late the next day. I checked my phone when I woke up and saw it was a little past 1. I had made plans to play some street hockey with my friends at 3 so I threw myself out of bed, stumbled into the shower. I take really long showers, so when my parents are gone, I go mental. I was in there for about 45 minutes on my phone, scrolling through Reddit and Twitter and whatnot. When I heard my front door open, the bathroom is directly up the stairs from the back door, and the thing is pretty loud when it opens and closes. I immediately froze, since obviously I was supposed to be alone. I waited for about two minutes ears trained in trying to hear anything else. Nothing. I figured it was just the wind or maybe my parents were home early, so I turned off the shower, wrapped my towel around myself, and slowly walked down the stairs to check it out. So the stairs to the kitchen, where the back door is, are pretty tight and walled in, and I could see into the kitchen when I walked down. Even though my house is old as shit, and each step on the stairs makes super loud creaks, I still took my time and tried to be as quiet as possible. I probably took 45 seconds walking down all 12 steps. So when I get to the second last stair, right before I could see around the corner into the kitchen, I take a little breath to compose myself. In my mind I knew I was being stupid, there obviously wasn't anything in the kitchen. There's no way I wouldn't have heard another noise and there's no reason for them to still be in the kitchen even if they were burglars or something in the house. After sort of mentally psyching myself up for being such a wuss, I sort of chuckled to myself for being so stupid and just normally walked the last two stairs and turned the corner into the kitchen. Standing about two feet away from me in the middle of the kitchen is a man staring straight at me, perfectly still with a massive smile across his face, just staring at me. The thing I remember the most vividly wasn't his face or his smile, but his arms. They weren't just at his side, he held them in the strangest, most abnormal position I've ever seen. They were where one would normally hold their arms up, but he had rotated them to the point where they were almost completely reversed, as well as lifting them up and a little behind himself. I don't know why I remember this so much, but it's just the most demonic abnormal position I've ever witnessed. Honest to God, I think I almost had a heart attack right there. Looking back, I can realise how fucking creepy this situation was, but in a moment, I just took a step towards him and punched him as hard as I could in the jaw, sort of half slapping, pushing him towards the ground. The second I connected, I beelined up the stairs, dropping my tail in the kitchen with my heart beating out of control. 
I fucking sprinted into my room and locked the door behind me. I quickly put a chair up to the doorknob like you see on TV. Almost without thinking, I immediately called 911 and nearly in tears told the operator what had happened. As I sat on the floor of my room, in practically the fetal position, staring at the door praying that a cop would be here soon, I noticed the light coming from the gap between the door had stopped. The fucker was standing outside my door. There's no words to describe the feeling I had. I was paralysed with fear. Watching the shadow across the bottom of the door shift in tiny ways. I stayed balled up, staring at the gap, praying that the man would go away for what seemed like an hour. All the while, the 911 operator was asking, Hello, sir? Sir, are you there? Hello? I don't want to make a noise and either I wanted to move my arms to bring the phone to my mouth, I don't think I could have. Eventually the light returned to the gap and I heard the faintest of footsteps, slowly creaking the wooden floorboard as he walked down the hall. It was silent for minutes as I just sat there curried up, unable to even speak. I heard banging on the front door and the sound of two officers entering my house. I finally felt safe and I opened the door to the two of them standing there and I almost cried. Nowadays my parents don't even leave me home alone anymore, thank god, and I check every lock on the house before going to bed. I still get nightmares occasionally and my heart starts racing whenever I see someone standing still but I'm doing alright I guess. Even working with sketch artists and a few lineups, the police never found whoever the fuck was in my house. That sends shivers down my spine every time I look outside, half expecting to see him standing across the street, smiling under a lamppost. I have no idea what he wanted or who he was, but regardless, let's not meet ever again. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you taking the time if you made it this far. I will be announcing the giveaway in the next video or the next video at the start of next month. Um, like I said, if you're new and you haven't subscribed, please hit that subscribe button down below. It would mean a lot. And if you have any stories you'd like to submit of your own, then please feel free to send them to the link in the description at my website or at my email, which is down below as well. Anyway, I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you.